Welcome to So Here's the Thing, where we share candid conversations that lift the veil on what it takes to find success, even if that means sharing a few unpopular opinions. I'm your host, Leili Amati. Grab some coffee or a cocktail, and let's get real. Hey friends, welcome back. This week's episode is so exciting. It's something that if you have not thought about in your business, you need to be thinking about because it is kind of like the next thing. And by next thing, I mean it's like happening right now. We are gonna be talking all about leveraging video in your creative business. So we are going to be joined by the incredible Joy Michelle. She is an Annapolis, Maryland wedding photographer and a YouTuber, course creator, and educator to photographers. She's incredible. She has been named 20 on the rise by HoneyBook and Rising Tide in the category of marketing. She's a marketing genius. Um, And I just, I really love her skills with video. I feel like she is like the OG YouTube wedding photographer, educator, queen. So I'm without further ado, I'm going to kick it over to Joy. Let her tell us a little bit about her journey into incorporating video in her business before it was like the hottest thing to do for all of us. So welcome Joy. So excited to have you here. Thank you so much. This is so fun. Um, You definitely make me sound way cooler than I am. I am... (laughs) I am not the OG queen, but thank you so much. All of this started out in wedding photography after my own wedding in 2012. So coming up on eight years of marriage, ridiculous to say, but that's how this all started. And in the process of starting my own business, as I'm sure anybody listening can relate to this, it's kind of a whirlwind and you have more questions than answers about everything. And so I myself turned to educators, YouTubers, and just tried to absorb as much video as I possibly could. So that was a big foundation for me and that helped me get to where I am today a lot faster. And so about three years ago, I started entertaining the idea of starting a YouTube channel just to share some of the tools that I had found and lessons I had learned, help people shortcut those mistakes. So I started making videos. They were super awkward. You can still find them on my channel. Um, If you go back and sort by oldest, you are going to see like the stiffest person known to man, like sharing about lenses and just softwares. It's so cringeworthy, but I leave that there because I think that's going to be 99% of people on video at first. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't still start with video. That just means you're normal and you need some practice. So I kept making videos and I made it a regular thing starting around, I think it was 2018. And I committed to a video a week. And now I have, I think it's like 37,000 subscribers. And what's really more exciting is that because of the YouTube community, we are now photo boss in that's kind of our, our title and photo boss has now become a Facebook community with over 5,000 members. And it's really a way that, you know, photographers are connecting and learning together in a really safe place where people are lifting each other up. And I think that in all creative communities, we need that. And sometimes that can be hard to find. Um, so this little idea of making videos has become its own arm of my business now. And I now, like you said, offer coaching and um, the videos are now a way that I can share about my friends' programs, affiliate stuff. And at this point now, because of video, I've matched my wedding income and I'm projected to surpass it in 2020. So it's needless to say, this is a powerful tool. 
I love that. And I really appreciate you kind of even sharing that your beginning videos were cringy and like <laughs> awkward because we all start somewhere. I mean, I like, I love to hear about people's beginnings of their journeys because I think that so often we only see people once they've hit that mark of success or of publicity or of popularity. And we think to ourselves like, okay, well, I, that's just like not in me. So often my coaching students and my clients will say like, there's just no way I can show my face on Instagram. There's no way I can be one of those people that does stories. I was, I'm not going to lie. I was like mocked relentlessly by my friends and family when I started doing Instagram lives and Insta stories because they were like, what is that? Like, that's not even your voice. What are you doing? And I was like, yeah, I'm trying to figure it out, man. So like, you know, it's hard, but you got to kind of like commit and like tough through it and just kind of like keep pushing forward. And I am a super sensitive person. So like I'm sharing that because I know someone is listening to this being like, I can't handle that kind of teasing. Like I just can't. Um, But you can. And I love hearing where you started and where you are now with your YouTube channel. Okay. I want, I want to talk with you about like why it's important to use video as a creative business in the first place and like hearing your insights on that. And I, I feel like so often when we listen to other people, we think, well, this is good for her because she teaches photographers. But what about me that I don't have any kind of education ambition or, you know, like any kind of goals in that education realm or like, what if I do, but it has nothing to do with teaching somebody this particular thing. Like, why is it important for all of us to be using video in our businesses? Yeah, I think that's huge. And you're right. That's an initial response. I think of some people saying, okay, but this probably doesn't fit my creative business model. And what I'm seeing more and more so is that every business can leverage video in some way. And I'm going to give you some examples of that, but it's not just B2B or me trying to find another photographer to help. Really, I'm seeing creative small business owners of all kinds, connecting with service-based clients through video, um, selling more e-commerce products through video. Like it has no limits. Um, And I really think that's ultimately because there is nothing better than voice or video when it comes to discoverability and your marketing. And I think that's ultimately because as humans, we are going to decide really quickly if somebody gets us, if we want to keep learning from them and we want to keep watching them. And that's because video shows your face. And when you show your face and they get to hear your voice and they get to see your mannerisms, you are very quickly going to grow that know, like, and trust factor. And that's huge. Regardless of what it is you're selling or what it is you're serving the world with, you have to build those things in order to eventually come to a sale. And so I know for so many people, the sale is not their focus. They really are just trying to show up in the world and serve. But ultimately, as business owners, we do want to profit and many of us need to profit to keep going with this. And so I like to come at this from the angle of building trust, building authentic connection. And video and voice are really going to be your fastest ways to do that. Another reason why you definitely want to be leveraging video is because it's growing in popularity online and people are spending, I just read this yesterday, a hundred minutes a day watching video, which is already up 
you know, it said 14% from last year, and it's projected to be even higher by next year, which is just crazy. And so I think it's really important to understand that the trends, the way that people are consuming information and learning and even entertaining themselves is leaning more towards video. And so if you kind of want to be somebody who is known in your industry, video is probably going to be your fastest way of achieving that. I absolutely agree. And I think that that is something that I think people underestimate so often is just like the power that your face and that your voice really bring to your business. Um, I have underestimated this myself. I always like to use myself and my mistakes and my trial and error as an example. But like, I remember the first launch of um, my first like online product, I did not, I didn't do any kind of real video or I didn't offer a webinar. I did everything via email marketing and it was all like written. And I realized when I was talking about how passionate I was about what I was doing one-on-one, people would immediately be like, oh, where can I sign up? And I wasn't even trying to sell them. I was just really passionate. Like I just care. I, I really um, loved the things that I was creating and people couldn't see it if I wasn't telling them. So I appreciate you sharing that. And it it really is, I think, cross industry is something that's important. Um, Okay. So let's talk through kind of like your advice on getting started, because I know that everyone's probably listening to this being like, oh, great. Video is great. What? I don't know what the heck I'm doing. So um, like from tech and prep to where you can utilize video, all the things break it down for us. Yeah, definitely. So I had a bit of an unfair advantage because I am a photographer, so I have a nice camera for filming, but I will say that I still reach for my iPhone and I do have a tiny point and shoot camera just for vlogging because it's so much easier. And that's what I recommend everybody start with is just a smartphone or whatever camera you have available. Maybe it is a webcam on your computer or just a camera that you have for shooting your family if you're not a photographer. Um, But I think that we really do not need the fancy setups, the ring light, all the equipment. What I would recommend is starting really basic and with some nice window light because that's probably going to give you your best look. And ultimately, the quality of the visuals of your video are a lot less important than what you're actually sharing or saying. And I think the first piece of tech you're actually going to want to invest in is your sound because that is going to be... A deciding factor a lot of times when people are wearing headphones or they're listening to your videos on their phone, your sound needs to be um, easy to understand and loud enough and not distracting. And so that's the first piece of gear I would actually recommend that somebody invest in. And you can get um, little tiny plug-in lav mics even for a cell phone. And so if you are planning on making videos on your cell phone in front of a window, you can just go on Amazon and get a little plug-in mic. And I think that is a great place to start. And I'm a really big fan of YouTube as your home base for where you actually put your videos. And the reason for that is that YouTube is a search engine. And as much as Facebook, you can put your videos on Facebook and I recommend you do that as well. It's not going to be as easily discovered because it's not a search engine and you want to leverage YouTube because it's owned by Google. And so we do so much in our creative small businesses to get found and to optimize our posts. And if we're blogging, we're worried about SEO. 
And when it comes to video, you have to remember that you have all the same SEO principles, but they really only pay off if it's on YouTube. And so that's why I recommend you have YouTube as your home base. And then from there, you can repurpose that video, embed it into a blog post, put it on your website, wherever it feels most relevant, or even put it onto an IGTV account or something like that. But I recommend always having one place where you can optimize the tags, optimize the keywords and get found. Because like we were saying, we want to get the most out of this marketing because we can't really be everywhere doing all the things. Um, and so we really wanna get as much bang for our buck here with this video. Hey, my fellow creative friend, I know that being a business owner comes with a ton of admin work, but it does not have to feel overwhelming. Today's show is brought to you by HoneyBook, the CRM for creatives that I personally use in my own business. HoneyBook has made my client management, accounting, and contracting so much easier. Plus, the back end is gorgeous and very user-friendly. You can try HoneyBook for free today, plus get 50% off your first year by heading to our show notes and using the referral link there. Trust me when I say from personal experience, HoneyBook is life-changing. Now for actually filming, I recommend that you start in a horizontal format while sometimes you still want to repurpose and put things onto Instagram, for example, which lends itself really well to a vertical format. Horizontal is going to be the way to go for blog posts that you want it to embed into or YouTube, which is where we're probably going to start out. So I would start horizontal. And if you're the kind of person who wants a bit of an outline, then I recommend just using a really basic format, which is a quick intro telling people exactly what they're going to get out of the video, even if it's not educational, just sharing what you're going to be sharing about as it pertains to maybe a behind the scenes project you're working on or something like that. And then you have your core teaching of the video where you actually share maybe three or four points that you want to share and then you outro. And this is super easy and super clear and it works really, really nicely for video. You don't need to prep too much though. You can simply just press record and get going. I think the point here is to start because the sooner you get those first couple of videos out of the way, the less awkward you become. And I think this is just one of those things like the 10,000 hours rule that the closer we can get to that 10,000 hour mark, the closer we get to actually being an expert. And just like Laylee was saying, we oftentimes come into people's journeys when they're really polished and they look put together and they have the beautiful website and the professional equipment and it can kind of feel like maybe they were the unicorn and it doesn't apply to you. And we just have to remember that every channel started with zero subscribers and every channel had, you know, those videos that just flopped and got no views and no likes, maybe some thumbs downs, definitely been there. So just remember that the sooner you get started, the sooner that you can fine tune it. And this is a process and it's going to take a little bit of work. I totally agree with that concept of just like, just start, just get going. Um, I know that I'm, I, another mistake I can share when it comes to video. Let me just share all the things I did wrong. Um, <laughs> but you know, open book over here. Um, one mistake I made was that for the first time I, I was recording things for my course, I hired a videographer who's incredible, but I wasn't comfortable on camera yet. And so of course she did a beautiful job, but I didn't. And so like the, that whole entire day 
I mean, aside from like the B-roll and like the things that we could use for marketing, but like the actual video of me speaking, I will likely not use. I would rather just use a webcam. And now that I'm comfortable on video, just like go for it versus that beautifully polished film that she created, but where I seem really stiff and really uncomfortable and really hesitant with my words. And so um, I just want to kind of like harp on that fact that like, just start, just go hit record, get going, get comfortable. The more hours you can put behind it, the more comfortable you'll get and the better you'll get at it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Quick question on that. Like I know that you mentioned, and I agree that a lot of people have this fear of like leaving things out or not having it outlined or not like hitting every point that they want. Do you use a teleprompter or anything? I know some people use like, I, I don't remember what it is, but some like app or I don't know. Yeah. So I don't personally use anything like that. What I did starting out was just grabbed a piece of printer paper, put like my tentative title at the top, and then kind of had bullet points of things I wanted to cover so that it was more of an outline because I find that I definitely want a plan of what I'm going to say, but everything just comes out easier if I don't script exactly what sentence needs to come before the next and the next. Um, it just gets me really tongue tied if I know that I planned on saying something a little bit different. And so what I like to do is think about the value of the video so that I can explain that and let people know in the first 20, 30 seconds, why they might want to tune in for the rest of it, because it's really about hooking your audience from the beginning so that they stay on. And that's something really important with YouTube as well is your watch time and your retention time. I know it used to be like views, views, views. And so people would do anything to get people to click. And so your thumbnail could be misleading, your title could be misleading. And now that's really not the case. And so um, I think for me personally, just knowing what I'm going to say ahead of time loosely is helpful. Um, but this is going to be something that everybody has to try for themselves. They could do a little teleprompter. You could use, you know, your laptop or your like computer. If you're there filming at your own computer, um, I think it just depends on the content of your videos, but you're probably going to come off a little bit more human and a little bit more real if you have it a little less scripted, but I would encourage people to test this and try it and see how it goes. And after you test it and try it, maybe send those videos to someone that's going to be real with you. You don't have to post everything you film. And that was something that I told myself early on. I would press record and I would say, oh, we're not actually going to put this on YouTube. We're just playing. And then if I liked it, I would post it. But I had to take that pressure off somehow because it was just really daunting to imagine uploading something to a YouTube channel, even when there was no one there watching. <laughs> but it's still, it was like, you're in your own head. And so I would tell myself, I'm, I'm never going to share this. And that would help me to also just take a deep breath and be like, oh, this is just, you know, a practice video. Um, and then I would send that to my brother who was making YouTube videos at the time and um, a friend and say like, what do you think? And the voice that you make when you're recording is definitely a thing. So I can relate to that, <laughs> but it gets better. The more you do it, the more you stop seeing the camera or your phone as like this inanimate object and more so as this tool of you actually talking to the people that want to hear from you. And so you get kind of in the zone and that takes time. But um, for me, just having a loose outline is the best answer for that. I agree. I think that um, when I have tried to do things really scripted, it actually throws me a lot more because I'm like, oh, I missed this and I have to go back now. And whereas if I just have a loose outline, I, I agree. I can like hop around and um, I use like a Google doc, you know, you can print out yeah. this paper. I think that's awesome. 
Okay. What are, a co- I like to keep things like super tangible for our listeners. So what are a couple things that, um, creatives and entrepreneurs can do like right now today to tangibly start leveraging video in their business? Yeah. So I think every creative entrepreneur should have at least three videos, like types of videos that they could start creating today um, so that their potential clients could see that, get to know them, build some trust. The first is an introduction to you and your business. So really a this is kind of a brand video. Um, this could be how you got started in your business. This could be your business values. It could be uh, an introduction to you and your team members, something that feels representative of your brand. The second is a behind the scenes video of you doing what it is that you do. Um, and I think this is one of the easiest ones to start with and is really great if you're shy and you might not want to talk on camera, but you could show what it is that you do. Maybe you paint, maybe you arrange flowers, maybe you um, build something that could still be done. You know, someone could record you doing what you're doing and then you could do a voiceover later or just put some music on it. That way you're just dipping your toe into video and people love seeing how it is that you create what it is that you bring to the world. And so I think behind the scenes is an easy way to get started. Um, and then the final one is kind of its own genre, but something educational just to position you as the expert. And we touched on this, not just being for someone who's, you know, quote, an educator, um, but more so, you know, you could be a maker or creator of any kind and still be working with service-based clients and educate them in anything that's a frequently asked question. Um, And I think a really easy way to do this is if you've ever created a blog post that answers a question or teaches anything, you can go ahead and use that as your first video outline and then just make a video to supplement that. Um, And then a lot of times you can look at your own analytics on your blog and see what your audience is already caring about. And so that's a really good indicator that that could be a good video topic for you. So you're not reinventing the wheel. You're just showing up on video in a way that you know your audience already wants you to. Okay. That was all really awesome. Um, okay. I feel like if, if, if you're listening and you don't like jump on that right now, I don't even know what to tell you. That's your own fault. Okay. So <laughs> Sass is coming out, y'all. Um, okay, so Joy, I'm so excited to hear your unpopular opinion on this topic because I feel like I don't know, I don't even know where you're gonna go with it. Normally, like <laughs> I feel like I can get a vibe for what people are gonna say, but I don't know what you're gonna say. So share with us before we peace out your unpopular opinion on video for creatives. So one piece of advice that I hear people say a lot is pick your most comfortable format and go with that. Meaning if you like to write, you should be blogging. If you speak well, you should be podcasting. And this almost gives people permission, I think, to skip video. But I'm going to completely disagree with this um, because I think everyone should in some way be using video. And I'm not saying that it has to be straight face-to-camera talking the entire time. But I think if you believe that advice, you might be missing out on probably the biggest thing you could be doing in marketing for your business. So even if you're shy and even if your process isn't something you think is super interesting, I still think video should be your biggest secret weapon when it comes to making sales. So if you think that you're better at the written word, that might be another great talent that you have, but that shouldn't give you permission to not leverage video. 
Ooh, I really like that one. I I actually like I've done it myself. So I really like that one because I've been like, oh, it's cool. Like I'm work I it's my course. So I'm just gonna do slides instead of showing my face or whatever. Like yeah. I feel like giving yourself permission to do things in general is a good thing. But in this situation, I would actually have to agree with that opinion. Um, so thank you so much for sharing that and for sharing all of these amazing tangible tips that people can like really lean into. You are awesome. Um, we're gonna link all your stuff in our show notes, but just real fast, where can our people find you like real quick? Yeah. My YouTube channel is Joy Michelle Photography. I upload every Wednesday. And if you are a photographer, please come join me in Photo Boss for Joy Michelle on Facebook. Um, it is a growing community. It's super awesome. And I'm at Joy Michelle on Instagram. Awesome. Thank you so much, Joy. Thank you. For show notes and resources mentioned on today's episode, head to so here's the thing podcast.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love to read your review in iTunes. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode. We are talking all about video marketing, right? Is that what we're talking about? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Starting yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Son of a... Okay. Everything's fine. <laughs>